This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. Taiwan has confirmed plans are underway to open a trade office in Slovenia in the latest symbol of warming Eastern European sentiment. The development comes as European parliamentarians call on EU leaders to do more to support Lithuania, which is facing economic sanctions from China for its growing ties with Taipei. James Chater reports. Taiwan and Eastern Europe take another step closer. Actually, we are, we are working on establishing, uh, well, to exchange the representatives. Uh, of course, this this will not be the level. This will not be the level of the uh, embassies. It will be the level, uh, the same level as many of you member countries already have. Taiwan's foreign ministry has confirmed plans are in the pipeline to open a trade office in Slovenia, the latest sign of deepening ties between Taipei and Eastern Europe. The news comes after Slovenia's prime minister called Taiwan a country in an interview with an Indian broadcaster, and despite Beijing pursuing coercive policies against Lithuania for its own closer ties with Taiwan. What this uh, development shows us that even though that we have seen uh, such a strong backlash coming out of China against Lithuania, it has not uh, deterred uh, others in uh, Central and Eastern Europe from uh, approaching Taiwan and cooperating uh, with Taiwan. Analysts say a range of factors are behind Slovenia's bolder stance, including the Prime Minister's personal sympathy for Taiwan, its alliance with the US and NATO membership. But like Lithuania, it's Slovenia's lower economic reliance on China that's opening room for overtures toward Taipei. This is a tendency that we can observe all across Central Eastern Europe. Central Eastern European countries generally have trade relations with China, which are less important to their respective national economies than trade relations that uh, Western European countries have pursued with China. Taiwan's step closer to Slovenia comes as some 40 cross-party European parliamentarians sent a letter to EU leaders. They're calling for more full-throated condemnation of China's coercive economic approach toward Lithuania. China's made its position clear. Analysts say it's unlikely the letter will prompt the EU to take any action, but say European parliamentarians' voicing concern is still significant. If we look at the situation in which Lithuania is, uh, we can potentially down the line imagine any other member state of the EU, especially the smaller member states, uh, which have been uh, trying to develop relations with Taiwan, to be, that they could be, be in a very similar situation sometime in the future. But any move toward Taiwan comes at a cost. Last month, China removed Lithuania from its customs clearance system, in effect banning Lithuanian imports to China, and warned companies in other countries against investing in Lithuania. Taipei responded by buying up Lithuanian goods unable to enter the Chinese market. On Tuesday, a ship carrying more than 20,000 bottles of Lithuanian rum arrived at Taiwan's Geelong port. As Slovenia develops its own ties with Taiwan, the question becomes whether economic retaliation from Beijing is a price it's willing to pay. Rick E. and James Chater for Taiwan Plus.
Taiwan's Vice President William Lai will attend the inauguration of the President-elect of Honduras, Xiomara Castro. Castro will take office on January 27th. Honduras is one of Taiwan's 14 formal diplomatic allies. Before her election win, Castro had considered switching ties to Beijing. She has since then backtracked. The Vice Foreign Minister Alexander Yu said Taiwan hopes to strengthen relations with the new administration. Kazusu a proposal to lower the voting age in Taiwan has advanced in the legislature. It's a measure that has support from several political parties. The change would allow citizens to vote in elections starting at the age of 18, down from the current 20. The measure still needs across-the-aisle support in order to pass in the legislature. It still has to pass a public referendum, and it needs presidential approval. DPP legislator Zhou Tun-mi is one of the people who proposed the amendment. The U.S. Federal Aviation Administration is warning of an impending catastrophic aviation crisis in less than 36 hours due to 5G networks. Several American airports are set to launch potentially disruptive new 5G technology, which could interfere with sensitive systems on some planes. A number of international airlines, including Taiwan's national carrier, China Airlines, have already said they will cancel flights into the United States. Taiwanese airlines EVA Air has postponed flights too. While U.S. telecoms have announced they will delay the 5G launch, the move comes too late to prevent the disruptions. COVID-19 is continuing to spread in northern Taiwan with 10 local cases reported today. Seven of the patients are linked to a wider spread of the airport cluster identified earlier this month. The government is maintaining its zero COVID strategy and is set to roll out local digital COVID-19 passports. Sandy Chi has the details. It has not been a happy year for the northern parts of Taiwan, with disinfections underway, schools suspended, companies stepping up prevention measures, and a growing number of locally transmitted cases. What began as a cluster infection at Taran Airport has expanded to the community. Over 100 local cases have been reported, and a third of them have been confirmed as the Omicron variant. As local infections rise, the government is set to roll out a digital COVID-19 passport for domestic use in public places. The influx of overseas Taiwanese returning home for Lunar New Year and two more positive cases at Taran Airport prompted the decision to expand prevention measures. The testing of inbound travelers will cover some short-haul flights, starting with flights from South Asian and Southeast Asian countries. Late on Tuesday, a further case related to a cluster which spread from the airport to its steakhouse in Taran was reported. Other cases have been found in northern Taiwan. They include a family of four in Xinzhu and a taxi driver from Keelong who drove people to and from quarantine facilities. As COVID breaches more parts of the country and with more travelers coming in, pursuing a zero-COVID strategy is becoming less tenable. The government says everyone should be prepared to coexist with the virus in the future. It remains to be seen how the public will accept this, having managed to evade the worst effects of the pandemic for long before now. Chris Ma and Sandy Chi for Taiwan Plus. 
Microsoft is set to acquire troubled video game maker Activision Blizzard in a record $70 billion deal. The buyout still needs to be signed off by regulators and shareholders, but if it goes ahead, it will make the tech giant the world's third largest in terms of gaming revenue. This comes as many companies are placing their bets that more time will be spent in the digital world. Activision is most famous for its Call of Duty franchise, which has generated over 27 billion in revenue since its debut in 2003. Experts say the company is looking to the next generation of gamers. I think mobile just continues to grow and I think everybody really likes mobile. Um, and I think that with tech technological advancement, you're going to get a blurring of the line between mobile and PC and console games because the processors on phones are getting so fast and the graphics are so good. Israeli researchers have found that with training, goldfish are capable of navigating even outside their watery homes. Wei Zhong Lu has a story. Your eyes do not deceive you. This fish is controlling the vehicle from within its tank. Israeli researchers trained the fish to drive this tank mobile and discovered that they have the ability to navigate even on dry land. Surprisingly, it doesn't take the fish a long time to learn how to drive the vehicle. Uh, they're very confused at first, they don't know what's going on, but they're very quick to realize that there's a correlation between their movement and the movement of the machine that they're in. So it's something that they learn quite quickly. For this study, six goldfish received 10 driving lessons. Every time they reached the target, they were rewarded with food. But not every goldfish is savvy behind the whales. There were uh, very good fish that were doing excellent, and there were uh, mediocre fish that were uh, showed controlling of the vehicle, but were less proficient in driving. This research shows that a goldfish's cognitive capability to navigate outside its natural watery environment is not just a fish story. Bill Kong, Wei Zhong Lu for Taiwan Plus. Thanks for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.